VetGigs is an online talent marketplace platform to connect U.S. military veterans with recruiters looking to hire them as technology and professional services contractors. Army veteran Brett Courier, founder of VetGigs, is up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Did you know that Navy Federal Credit Union offers digital tools and educational resources to help guide your financial decisions? Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Hey, we're talking with Army veteran Brett Courier, founder and CEO of Vet Gigs. Brett, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. Before we get to talking about business and entrepreneurship, I'd like to hear what you did in the Army. Hey, Joe, thanks for having me on. Uh, so I spent 12 years in the Army and Army National Guard as both a military policeman and a religious affairs NCO. Um, during that time, I served a tour in Iraq, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. And over about the last six years, uh, I got out about um, April last year. I was heavily involved in the California wildfire missions yeah. uh, with my line MP unit. So all those raging wildfires you saw in the news, those were me and my guys out there doing yeah. any looting operations and helping folks return to the areas after the fires had had hit and, you know, seeing what was left of, of um, their homes and property. So that was a real honor to help out there as well. Yeah, I, I, can, I can only imagine. Yeah. We um, stationed in Southern California, we, we had some fires come near the horizon a couple of times, but never had to evacuate. But, uh, <laughs> and then at the same time there was, uh, Colorado was having massive wildfires and we actually got kind of caught on the wrong side of the highway with one that had popped up and is there was, you know, it was a crazy summer. So, um, I'm sure you're yeah. glad that's over with Pro- probably phenomenal experience. It was, yeah, certainly a very rewarding experience, but, uh, definitely now happy to be in the position, Matt, helping out veterans and, um, you know, in a new stage of my career. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about your transition away from the army. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of interesting because it really came in two stages. Uh, my return from Iraq, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and then my transition um, out of the National Guard. And I think the first was definitely more of a struggle, um, especially because within the first couple months of being back, I lost my first battle buddy due to suicide. Um, the guy who you know, really looked out for me over there, was really close with, and um yeah, that, that was a really difficult piece. And unfortunately, since then, um, I've actually lost two more battle buddies due to suicide as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's something I've, I've struggled with and I've really felt that loss get compounded, um, each time. And it's really driven me to, um, do what I'm doing now with, with vet gigs. Um, because while, you know, we've, all dealt with our own battles since coming home. Um, you know, one underlying thread I could put together with those losses was they lost their, their sense of professional purpose. You know, you have such a single minded focus in the military. Um, you've got this support system all around you and then you get out of the military and 
uh, you don't have that anymore. And so it, it's tough figuring out what's next, especially when um, most of the jobs that are marketed towards you are things like security guard jobs, police jobs. And, you know, not everyone's, not everyone wants to be in law enforcement um, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with security work, but you don't get to take all of the tremendous hard and soft skills you built in the military and put those to work in that, you know? So it's really yeah. demoralizing when someone hands you a flashlight and whistle and says, Hey, guard this empty building. Um, <laughs> so there's a yeah. lot of that out there. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned soft skills because a lot of times veterans don't realize how valuable their soft skills are. A lot of times employers don't realize how valuable the soft skills that veterans possess. So uh, you know, soft skills are things like uh, leadership, discipline, um, experience, tactfulness, all those great things that uh, all of us experience in such a short amount of time in the military. And we, we, we may not have that CPA or MBA or the Six Sigma qualification, whatever it may be, that looks great on a resume. But we what we don't have in certain kinds of certifications or professional ratings, we make up for in spades with those soft skills. So glad you brought that up. Absolutely. What, uh, so you actually got into some, uh, the, you've been involved in a couple of different consulting businesses, um, since you've been out and, uh, consulting's come up a few times recently here on the show. Um, actually consulting's a great gig for a lot of veterans because you don't necessarily have to be an expert in that particular type of business. You just, uh, a lot of consulting companies, you're, you're an outside outsider looking in on a business and sometimes with you know the military experience you have um you can provide a lot of uh, good guidance and uh, consulting services to a lot of businesses out there oh absolutely i i tell veterans all the time who kind of have that imposter syndrome getting into it you know just like in the military you're not expected to have all of the answers you're just expected to know you know the resources available to you and know where to go to find the answers because it you know i don't know how many times a day we say in meetings you know it's a really great question really really great point um i'll take that as an action item and, and follow up with you mm -hmm. and that's perfectly acceptable um and really just part of the business so we are to some extent professional googlers and professional you know resource finders mm -hmm. And how, how long have you been doing uh, your various consulting businesses or consulting jobs? Yeah, so I've been in um, management consulting at, at big firms for five years. Um, I spent most of that time at Deloitte Consulting and I left uh, back in, you know, just this past June to start vet gigs. Um, and I moved over to a more specialized firm here on consulting group, um, who's thankfully really uh, supportive of everything I'm doing with vet gigs. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's been a really great opportunity and I've been able to take so much I've learned in consulting and uh, bring that in into the veteran community. Yeah. So, and, um, touch, I'm, I'm curious about the consulting thing before we get to talking about vet gigs. Um, what, what's been your personal experience with being a, being a consultant involved with a consulting company, especially the a larger one or a smaller one. And why do you think your military experience works well with consulting? Oh yeah. I've definitely been able to bring so much from, my experience in the military and bring it in um, even before I was an operations uh, NCO and really working on, you know, multi thousand person operations, um, even just as a line MP, 
you know, I had significant management experience. I had training and facilitation experience. I had experience working with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment that I really had to manage um, and oversee. And I was working really closely with senior leadership. All of those things are very comparable in the consulting world. Mm -hmm. You know, you're working on high value dollar projects, your direct counterpart, on the client side is likely going to be a director. Um, and it's actually interesting because I think people are so shocked um, with the amount of direct reports we have in the military. So when we go into the private sector and we're, mm-hmm. we're working on, on projects and consulting, um, they're just amazed at how successful veterans are with managing people. Um, you know, we, we are used to, um, you, you know, people always kind of joke about how, um, you know, rough around the edges we can be in the military. But I think what they fail to realize too, is we know how to operate in a professional environment. Mm -hmm. We can have tact when, um, when we need to. And, um, you know, so we, we bring all of that in, whereas folks who are being hired out of college, um, it's all new for them. So not only are they learning how to work in a professional environment, but they're learning how to, you know, they've never managed or had anybody report to them um, and never had to deal with any of the things we've been doing for years in the military. Absolutely. So where did the entrepreneurial bug come from? Uh, Were you always (laughs) interested in entrepreneurship, even when you're in the army? Oh, certainly. Um, I actually had my first business when I was 11 years old uh, at the U S army war college Um, uh, being an army brat. I, uh, yeah, my, my dad made me shine his shoes, you know, um, you know, several times a week anyways. And so I figured, hey, if I have to do this anyways, why don't I do it for the other, you know, hundreds of officers on post and, and make some money doing it. Um, and I wanted to do it under the table, but much to my parents' credit, um, they, they, you know, maybe go into the provost marshal office, get a business license, and um, which the MPs actually laughed me out the first time to get out of here, kid. Yeah, this really? is a joke. And I went back to my dad. He's like, no, no, he does want to get a business license. And um, yeah, so I, I, you know, made a, a few thousand dollars that that year I was there at the Army War College. And, um, you know, it really taught me that I could, you know, build and grow something on my own and, and create value in the community around me. Um, and I've had a number of businesses since, including one in 2014 with a few other veterans, uh, which was a low perishability protein company for military and first responders, mm-hmm. um, which unfortunately I had to divest from in 2016 when I joined Deloitte, but yeah, wonderful experience. Awesome. Well, um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. And then we're going to start talking about vet gigs. We hope you're able to spend this holiday season with your loved ones. The military family knows more than anyone that we are not always able to spend the holidays together. And those of you that are serving away from your family this year, know that we appreciate your sacrifice. As the holidays come to an end and we get back to work and those bills start arriving from all of our holiday shopping, remember that Navy Federal can help you get back on track. You can get a low intro APR on their platinum credit card. It's their lowest rate card, and it's a great tool to pay down debt. Navy Federal even has multiple savings and investment options to help you get closer to your financial goals. With Navy Federal, you can automate your savings and investing to put your money to work even as you sleep. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Message and data rates may apply. Savings products are insured by NCUA. Investment options are available through Navy Federal Investment Services, 
and are not insured by NCUA. Okay, back talking with Army veteran Brett Curry, from, founder of Vet Gigs. So, so where did where did the idea for Vet Gig Vet Gigs come from? Yeah, so it's uh, something that's been brewing for a few years. I originally um, kind of envisioned it as a veteran staffing firm, but I saw that wasn't quite scalable. But really, during my my years in consulting, I started seeing that the big players were leaving millions of dollars on the table by not incorporating um, service-disabled, better-known small businesses as subcontractors. Because for whether it be local, state, or federal contracts, they almost all have riders saying if you give X percentage to a um, subcontractor that's a disabled veteran business, um, you can make more money on the contract. And over and over again, I saw these big consulting firms say, you know what, it's just too hard to find them. Um, it, there's just not enough out there. We can't really connect with them. There's this disconnect in the market. Yeah. And I, I thought, sought out a way to provide these opportunities to veterans and connect to them easily with employers at scale. Um, and I saw the online freelancer marketplace model really flourish over the past few years uh, to the benefit of both, you know, freelancers and employers. Um, so I, I, thought, you know, why don't we make something like this for military that really focuses on consulting and other professional services? Uh, so I created Vet Gigs. Uh, it took some time to put things together, but we launched our platform in October. And, uh, you know, via the platform, we give veterans an opportunity to learn about all of these opportunities out there to them, these free certifications they can pursue that make them eligible for these roles that really start around an hour, but range well over a hundred dollars an hour and give them an opportunity to be entrepreneurs themselves and, and work for themselves in professional services with the clients they want on the work they want. Um, and just really make a great living doing it. And at now, uh, the big employers out there don't really have the same excuse of, you know, it's just too hard to connect with, um, veteran freelancers out there because they can do so right on the platform. Um, and we've, been really happy to see tremendous interest from uh, big consulting and big tech companies out there um, about this new yeah. um, diversity, equity, and inclusion pipeline for them. So the uh, the service disabled veteran owned business um, certification is is great to have as a veteran owned business. A lot of veteran business owners don't really think much about that. Like if they're not in the, they think I don't really need that, or it's not doing, it's going to do me any good because I'm not applying for government contracts. I'm not that big, mm-hmm. but it comes into play where you not only have the federal, but the state and several other classifications of contracts that require set-asides and all those things. And mm-hmm. oftentimes the big company that gets the contract or or is applying to get the contract, they're looking for the smaller companies to uh, subcontract it out to. And that's where it comes into play as a small guy. You can get a you can get a subcontract through the bigger company that got the main contract, and they are looking for you because your service is able to their own business. So, um, I myself kind of had disregarded that uh, early on several years ago that I'm not applying for the government contract thing until I realized <laughs> like oh it, it one of those that comes out of nowhere that says we we need you and you're going to provide these services for us. Um, if, if you've already got that certification, it's definitely comes in handy sometimes can make a big difference. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. So the other thing that's interesting that you talked about is 
and this is still going on, as many people that we have out there that are trying to fix this problem, you got all these companies that want to hire veterans. You got all these veterans that want good jobs, <laughs> want to do business with them. But there's this great divide, and they can't seem to connect with each other for some reason. Um, it's it's this great mystery that that is is still uh, you know going on with and as much effort and as much nonprofits as many nonprofits companies everything out there that's trying to fix this issue, it's still there. It, um, it's still going on. So, um, so so talk about how you initially got vet, vet gigs going. Uh, what, what your initial idea and vision for the company was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so <laughs> the idea has definitely changed over time. Like I said, I, I kind of admit, envisioned it originally as a staffing firm, but saw that's not really scalable because it still puts the emphasis on having an in-between. But really with the freelancer model or freelancer marketplace model, it not only creates more value for the veteran or military spouse entrepreneur because there's not an in-between, but it allows them to more efficiently connect directly with the employers. So uh, they essentially just have to jump on our platform, create a free profile, and they can send in free proposals to employers out there um, looking to hire them. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a misconception that you know, it, it would take a significant lead time for them to become a professional services contractor. And maybe it might, if they want to be a CPA or, or a lawyer, there's, you know, some quite a bit of training there that needs to go involved. But mm -hmm. um, we talked a bit about all of the soft skills we bring to the table and even some of the hard skills too. Mm. Um, so with, you know, some really simple research on things like the systems development life cycle to understand technology projects, um, experience knowing things like um, change management methodology and whatnot, all of which can be learned through free sources online. Um, and we can help you direct you to some of those sources to learn in addition to the free certifications out there. If you want to get into things like tech consulting, um, you know, you can really get up to speed pretty fast. And yeah. so I always encourage people to jump on vet gigs, make a free profile, and then we'll help you with any kind of skill gap you feel is there mm -hmm. um, to really prepare you for, for um, those projects. And if you do have an interest in working as a full-time employee consultant, instead of as a freelancer, you know, we can help with you with that as well. Cause uh, I have a pretty extensive network at a number of different firms. So yeah. we can help you with things like employee referrals and stuff as well. So what type of jobs are out there? Like maybe some of the things that people might be surprised about, like what, you kind of touched on a couple of them. What kind of things are companies looking for today that they're having a hard time finding? Oh yeah. Great question. Um, so on big technology projects, there are so many different roles, things like communication leads and change management leads where your role is to really help uh, be the, at the core center of a project, um, being joining a bunch of meetings, understanding everything that's going on, sending out communications about what's changing and helping the organization adapt with that big technology or other um, implementation that's going on. There are things like functional consultants where you simply get to know 
a certain type of technology, maybe it's a BR, big ERP um, system or CRM. And then you go and talk with clients, understanding what they need out of the system and helping them build it out. Um, and then there are a lot of really technical roles too, which um, you can learn as well through free certification programs out there for you. Um, things like data engineers or um, different technical roles for cloud software. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many opportunities out there. And um, just because you don't have that background now or don't even have a background in technology is, is not a blocker that is insurmountable um, because there are opportunities out there. You just have to know about the resources and, and put in a little time, but we're help, here to help you with that. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of those jobs you're talking about are, they're kind of newer. Um, there haven't those kinds of uh, requirements haven't been around for a long time. So they yeah. you typically aren't going to find somebody with a lot of experience in that specific role, but you might be able to find somebody with the right background that can adapt to the role. Exactly, and that's really common in technology. Um, we see all the time that you know these technology changes so fast that even experienced tech consultants are constantly having to reskill and don't have the the background in that area. So, um, you know, the fact that you're coming in without a background in that technology or that area is is not a prohibiting factor at all. Um, You just got to be willing to grab the free resources out there to help you and, um, you know, go out there and seek out mentorship and whatnot, which we help out with plenty as well. I spend a good amount of, um, you know, my week talking with veterans, mentoring them, helping connect them to free resources out there. Um, and I learn about new resources all the time myself as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of put it like this, you know, the, the resources out there for veterans in the community, kind of like a bunch of individual strands of rope. And as we meet with each other, we, we, and, you know, inform each other about the resources. we start tying knots between it. And, you know, pretty soon you've got a, a pretty sturdy net that really right. is supportive of the veteran community. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of, companies and websites out there, even veteran and military spouse specific that are trying to connect these companies with quality uh, job candidates. But, and I'm familiar with many of them. I've had several of them on the show, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if any of them have quite gotten it right yet. Um, <laughs> what, I mean, so what it's interesting. I mean, we, you know, I can't put my finger on why it seems to be such a difficult problem to solve. Well, it is difficult, but the way I see it is, is they each have their own narrow focus. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I give the cooperation between myself, uh, work for warriors, the civilian employment branch, the national guard and, uh, groups like Maribus and Salesforce as a perfect example. We each have our own piece of the mission. So Salesforce offers the free certification for military veterans and military spouses but they don't provide really the training. It's all self-guided. Maravis, a veteran service organization, provides free training and mentorship to help prepare the freelancers for those um, or prepare the the 
veterans or military spouses for that certification. Um, but they don't really help them get a job after they do. They go and look to vet gigs for that or other groups. So once they get their certification, um, we help them find the freelancing gig of their, their dreams, you know, and help them iron out all the pain points that come with freelancing, um, such as, you know, finding gigs, uh, the difficulty of coming to an agreement um, with the employer, and actually getting paid. So we try and iron out all of those pain points for them. Um, and then Work for Warriors helps us get those opportunities out there in front of veterans as well. So we work really closely with them and let them know when we have opportunities up so they can get the word out to current okay. and past service members. That's great. Um, how do you vet the veteran and how do you vet the companies? Uh, <laughs> a really great question. Um, so with the veterans, the main thing we're looking for is making sure they have an honorable discharge. Uh, so we ask for a redacted DD-214 with all the PII stripped out because we don't need that. Um, or we ask for something like a uh, VFW ID card or a VA ID card, mm -hmm. all of which will prove they're a veteran with an honorable discharge, which is uh, most important to employers. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, you know, we have a lot of direct contact with freelancers on the platform. So if they're not quite ready to work in professional services yet, because they are maybe missing some hard, hard skills to accompany the soft skills they built, um, we work with them and help them get there. Uh, as far as vetting the companies, we also have a very, very close relationship with the companies on our platform. Uh, I generally talk directly with the CHROs, the CIOs, and they're all pretty large, sizable companies. Um, our kind of premier of which right now is is AppDirect, the really large um, cloud e-commerce company. So if you're a big tech giant out there and you're building a cloud solution, you go to them and say, I want this, 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 and this in my system architecture and kind of put it together for you. Uh, but we also work with a uh, higher ed strategy company beyond academics and a few other consulting companies as well, all of which present really exciting opportunities for the veteran community. Wow. That's awesome. So um, like, what's the difference between going to, going to vet gigs and looking for, um, looking for opportunities there versus going through the traditional job market. Yeah. So with uh, traditional there, there's really kind of two distinguishing factors. First off, if you're going and looking for a traditional job market, you're generally looking for work as an employee mm -hmm. where you're working for someone else. You'll get, you know, full-time salary and, or hourly work depending. Um, and you know, you, there's kind of limited growth there and you're always dependent on them when you are wanting a raise. You can raise your market value all you want by getting new certifications and getting new experience, but you're still going to them at the end of the year and saying, look, I did all these things. Please, you know, give me more money to compensate me for that. And it's generally not going to increase your, your income by your market worth. When you're a freelancer, that's a little bit different because as you get a new certification, say you go from being a Salesforce administrator where you can bill about 50 bucks an hour to being a Salesforce uh, app builder where you could bill, you know, I'll just throw out a random number, say $85, $90 an hour. You've almost doubled your worth there um, or, or close to it. And when you get a new client, you can bill them at that new rate because that's your market rate. You're, you 
as soon as your experience and market value goes up, you're billing that and making more money. Mm-hmm. And the main difference between vet gigs and other freelancing marketplaces out there is a, we're only for military veterans and military spouses at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the other distinguishing factor is we focus on professional services. So those are gigs with that higher bill rate level, even starting off in the industry um, so the income you can expect with jobs on vet gigs are, are pretty life changing for a lot of military families coming out of the military. Um, and you know, that's why we tend to focus in that professional services area. Yeah. Okay. So as far as the entrepreneurial aspects are concerned of uh, starting a business like vet gigs, what are some of the things you experienced, um, in, in the beginning when you, when you came up with your initial idea and <laughs> when you when you tried to execute on it and some of the roadblocks and, and stumbling blocks that you experienced along the way? Oh, there have certainly been many, Joe, <laughs> but you know, I, I think that's one of the great things about being a veteran entrepreneur is we know how to adapt and overcome with what's being thrown at us. Uh, the first thing for me was, I think the technical aspects, which I expected to be the hardest, um, you know, things like building the front end of the website. I, I hadn't done that before. And it was something that was a, a brand new task. Um, and then all the configuration on the back end of my platform as well. It, it all took me quite a bit of time. Um, and, you know, things like doing the search engine optimization for, for our platform as well. All of that, I pretty much did myself. Um, but I was able to seek out mentors who were able to give me guidance in that area and, and really help me along. And those tended to actually be some of the lower stumbling blocks. Uh, whereas what's been some of the more, um, time consuming or, or difficult parts of the business was, um, the, uh, the PR and marketing pieces, because it wasn't just everything that was, um, right at my fingertips and I could go and just pick something up and, and run with it like that. Uh, so opportunities like this to share about all the opportunities that gigs presents on, on the podcast have, have been wonderful. Um, and then just working with others in the veteran community who have been able to help spread the word because we're able to do that so much more efficiently uh, than just merely on social media where we're going after a huge crowd uh, that way. So wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, so Brett, how do we find vet gigs? Yeah. So you can find vet gigs, uh, through our website, www.vetgigs.com, uh, or on social media at vet gigs, uh, on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn or Facebook. Awesome. And, um, if you had any final advice for anybody that's in the military looking to get out or in their, in the middle of their transition on the way out, what kind of advice would you have for them? Whether it's advice on starting your own business or advice on looking to do some freelancing? Yeah. And I would say those two really go hand in hand, but um, I would say, you know, definitely seek out mentorship. And that's Mm -hmm. even once you are really, you've really grown in your industry and people are going and looking 
to you for mentorship. Um, you know, I spend all the, you know, a large portion of my week mentoring veterans, but I still have to seek out mentors of my own when I'm, you know, struggling or looking to grow in different areas that I haven't before. Um, and also, you know, continue to, to research the resources available to you. Um, organizations like SCORE that can help you with your business planning or, or different aspects in your business or uh, your state veterans department, like in Texas, the Texas Veterans Commission, who will help you even if you're not a Texas veteran. Um, they provide free management consulting to help you out. They're a huge, huge resource. Um, and in California, you've got CalVet as well, who will really help you with primarily government contracting as well. Um, but, you know, the opportunities out there are quite limitless, um, whether you're looking for certifications or, or experience upping your hard skills or working on your business. So, um, you know, do your research. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us at info at vetcakes.com. Awesome. All right, Brett. Well, thanks for sharing yeah. your veteran uh, success entrepreneurial story. And uh, we look forward to seeing your future success. Thanks so much, Joe. Take care. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike. <laughs>